Hello, Finn Maniacs. This is another episode of Chit Chat with Finn Maniacs. I'm your host, Tanner Elliott, and today we have a very special guest, Ian Shoring from the Hawaii News Now. And it's great to have Ian on. Ian, how's it going, man? Tanner, how are you, man? Thanks for having me. So, Ian, um, as you guys may know, uh, based off you know where he works, he works in uh, Hawaii. And mm-hmm. for those who know, Tua is also from Hawaii. Ian has covered to a lot in high school. So, Ian, if you just want to talk about, you know, your experiences with him and covering him in high school, that'd be great. Sure. Well, to to lay the foundation first, the people in Hawaii resent the idea that football is only big in Texas and in Florida and in Georgia and in the South, right? This, we have like this chip on our shoulder that any team from Florida that wants to come down and play against the best teams in Hawaii, the team that two have played in high school for is a perennial power. Uh, they, they had a run out here that was like what De La Salle did back in the 90s and the 2000s where De La Salle in California went absolutely nuts, right? And so um, that, that has to be said first, right? Is the, the high school chip on our shoulder. You come... You know, we, we have high school games out here that draw more fans than the University of Hawaii does. Um, and that, that, that seems like a slight at UH, but that's an, that's an endorsement of, of high school football out here in Hawaii. Um, and so part of that culture and the fact that, you know, we don't have pro sports out here, right? And so the, the sports uh, reporters, the sports journalists in town, you have two options. You cover University of Hawaii athletics and you cover high school athletics, right? And so when you combine the uh, fervent love of football at the high school level in Hawaii with the fact that, you know, for certainly the last two years of his career as UH was at a downturn, Tua was by far the biggest sports draw here in Hawaii for a two-year stretch, and he's only in high school at the time. Um, it it was a, a hysteria is a strong word, but there was a sort of frenzy around this phenomenon who was playing football for St. Louis, who was a lefty and was doing things, uh, you know, with respect to guys like Marcus and with respect to guys like Timmy Chang, who who played for St. Louis before before. Tua or Marcus Mariota uh, was doing things with the football young in his high school career that I had never really seen, you know? Um, and so, like I said, I, I think frenzy is a little strong a word, but there was a whirlwind out here that was covering Tua in high school um, due to the, you know, some of the factors that I just laid out and, and what we were watching him do um, even early in his high school career was really, really remarkable. It's actually funny, you know, um, you bring it up saying, you know, he was kind of kind of the guy there, you know, the guy the media always gave attention to. And now you're looking at him in, in Miami and he's the guy that, you know, is the, the media turns to, same thing in Alabama. So I guess, I guess you could really say that due to, you know, the lack of pro sport and the lack of, like you're saying, U of H being on, on on the downfall during the time Tua was in high school, it really prepped Tua for being, you know, just just good with the media, handle him handle handle himself better with the media compared to 
you know, the kids that are, you know, freshman, sophomore in college and never really were the, were the star of the show until they got to college. You know, this may be a little bit of hyperbole, but my recollection is that I spoke more to Tua and to Cali and to Ron Lee and to Vinny Passis, you know, some of the coaches at St. Louis and then the coaches in his sphere, then I seem to remember doing to whoever was the starting quarterback for UH at the time, you know, that, yeah, we, like I said, there's no, obviously there's no pro sports in town. And so when we're covering things day to day, week to week, during football season, we spend Every, you know, for every minute we spend covering UH, there's a minute spent covering high school football. And, you know, Tua, for uh, for the better part of two years, as they went on their championship run, um, along with some of the other powerhouses in town, I, I was up, or someone from Hawaii News Now was up at St. Louis once a week, twice a week for the entirety of the football season. Um, you know, a lot is said about the way, and this is the peak example, but about the way LeBron James has been able to handle the media circus that enveloped his career, right? And how, um, you know, because that started for him in high school, the uh, gradual, um acceleration into the phenomenon that he became started, like I said, early in high school for him, right? And while Tua's stardom, you know, I'm, I don't intend to compare him to LeBron James, <laughs> right? But that aspect of, his, of, of Tua, the Tua experience has been there for a long time. He was the, the media star here locally by the time he was a, a junior in high school. Yeah, that's a, that's actually um you know a good comparison as in you know media standpoint that you brought him up to LeBron James. <laughs> that's uh it's actually very interesting to to to, to think about you know. Like I said, that's 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 a, that's an unfair that's an unfair comparison in terms of uh, career achievement, right? But I'm just trying to point out that you know Tua has been the center of attention and has been living the the quote unquote star quarterback life since he was. 14 years old, 15 years old. Yeah, and you're exactly right. And now, you know, saying that you've seen Tua, you know, basically progress into the player he is today. And I know, you know, some people think he didn't have the best rookie season and everything like that. Do you think Tua is going to bounce back this upcoming year and year two or just based off, you know, because you probably know him better than anyone currently, if that makes sense, because you've covered him, you know, before he was Tua. <laughs> I certainly known him longer than you guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I, I, I think on the basis of of a couple of things that I, 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 I think we all should expect that. Uh, the first is coming into the NFL as a top five draft pick with the level of expectation and delivering in a vacuum of perfect circumstances is already tremendously difficult, right? We can agree on that to step into a program and to learn a new system and to try to uh, grow into 
uh, a role that you've been drafted right to to hold with uh you know even if it's not outlandish about it with your face as the as the poster of this franchise um to to do that under perfect circumstances would have been hard enough uh to do it under the circumstances that we've all lived the last year um i think was a really really tall order um and so you know there were guys who had success uh last year despite that you know joe burrow had success before he hurt his knee and and fields had uh not fields uh <laughs> herbert justin herbert uh, chargers herbert herbert not justin fields justin herbert had success uh you, you know as a rookie as well but those two things alone um would lend me to believe that uh you know i think it is fair to expect him to have a bounce back season um you know i i i think there's going to be a learning curve when it comes to adversity for Tua not i mean obviously he had the hip injury um but Tua's played on you know he i can count the number of games he lost at St. Louis on one hand i can count the number of games he lost at Alabama on the other hand um <laughs> and so there you know there there is going to be a little bit of of an adjustment period and i i personally and i i don't want to intend like i'm sounding as a to a defender but this expectation that uh an 18 or a 19 or a 20 year old kid can blaze through a college career and come into the NFL on day 1 and be successful at what is in my opinion the hardest job in sports um i don't i've never really understood how reasonable that is and so i i don't have any reason to doubt that with the benefit of an actual legitimate off season that with the benefit of a return to normalcy uh from a practice standpoint and a preparation standpoint and a conditioning standpoint with the benefit of an extra year um removed from that that really devastating injury that he suffered that ended his career at Alabama um that the combination of all those things uh won't spell an increased level of success and potentially a a really strong increased level of of success for him you know in the year to come yeah, I definitely think I, I definitely think you touched on something there, saying you can count the number of wins he has, you know, in his career before the NFL, with just your with just your hands. <laughs> That's something that um you really don't see that yeah. much. Of course, yeah. you see it now with Trevor Lawrence. You know, I think he lost like, I think one game in high school he lost, you know, a handful, a handful in college, but that's something you don't you don't see a yeah. ton. I think that was I think that was a great point. But like you said, Dinga. Tua didn't did Tua didn't lose that many more than Trevor Lawrence did, you know. Um, and they 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 played some good teams. Tua lost in an, a a state championship game out here, and and obviously won one, but they he certainly didn't lose very many. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, especially with this hip injury, and I think you know I just think bouncing back from the hip, hip injury, he has like you said, uh, an, an extra year removed. It's definitely going to bring his confidence up and everything like that. 
So before we get talking about, you know, your, the, the lifestyle in Hawaii, I'm sure everyone's dying to know how that is. What is, what is the, um, the coolest part? What is the, I would say the coolest moment you've ever, you've ever seen covering Hawaii sports. I know Hawaii sports has had some, some, some memorable, you know, highlights and moments in the, in its lifetime and not just, uh, you know, the, the college, you can also touch on high school if you want. Sure. Uh, does it have to be tour related? Or no, no, no. Anything. Any any, Hawaii anything. Sports yep. yep. Anything. Doesn't um, it could be basketball, volleyball, soccer. And, and does it have to be a moment that I covered uh, as a journalist, or can it be just some something I was there? Just, just that you were there. The coolest thing you've experienced. All right. Um, I was in the crowd in 2001 when uh, Brigham Young was undefeated and came to Aloha Stadium. Uh, this was uh, in like the height of the June Jones turnaround at the University of Hawaii before Colt Brennan came to town, rest in peace. <clears throat> but BYU was undefeated and came to town hoping to uh, put Hawaii to bed and uh, earn a shot at the BCS at the time. Uh, and Hawaii destroyed BYU <laughs> in 2001. Um, and it the, the memories that I have of Aloha Stadium, uh, you know, the joke here is that that stadium is so old that when a crowd really gets going, it feels like it's going to collapse. I, I did, I did just see that, um, that they built a new one. Or, well, it, yeah. it's coming. Yeah, it's coming. It's not, it certainly is not built yet, and they haven't, <laughs> even, they haven't torn down the other one yet. Um, but the crowd in that 2001 game was the sort of crowd that could have brought down <laughs> that stadium. It's <laughs> so old and, and beat up. Um, so that's my favorite memory. Uh, covering Tua in high school and watching Marcus in high school, you know, Marcus was not a multi-year uh, star the way Tua was, um, but Marcus came in as a senior and was like immediately the best player that I had watched like on an everyday level play that position in Hawaii and I'm too young to have watched and sorry to be dropping all these like Hawaii sports lures <laughs> on you but Timmy Chang um, who was the quarterback at University of Hawaii played for St. Louis years before Marcus and Tua. I never really got a chance to watch him he's a little older than me but Marcus was just mind-blowing um, the ease in which he was able to do, you know, he's so gifted athletically mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> that how easy it ma he made it look to escape and to throw on the run and <laughs> just run. <laughs> um, and there were, but there were also times that Tua, and you know, Tua is a little small to be an NFL quarterback by the traditional, yeah. you know, the, the NFL combine, uh, you know, he's not, six five right <laughs> um but i've got a, a shot on tape 
somewhere from a game that I shot where Tua runs out of the pocket and is uh, running up the left sideline and cuts back in towards the middle of the field, scrambling, and just decides to run over somebody, a safety, the same way that Derrick Henry would run over somebody. Wow. And he, it, it, it's, it's the sort of play that you would certainly never see him try to make now on <laughs> Uda Baker or somebody, right? It's, we're going we're gonna to just slide and live to fight another day. But in high school, to watch him like truck stick somebody um, and that level of competitiveness in the playoffs, you know, in the high school football scene out here, says, told me a lot about who Tua was. That's actually, uh, that's actually the, probably the greatest thing I've ever heard, man. Just Tua just lowering the shoulder and running over a safety. <laughs> I, th- I, think, I think if we saw that now, it's, you'll see it if everywhere for, for six if months. If I can find the clip uh, here at some point today, I'll try to send it over to you. But uh, it, that would be great. He, he really did just drop his shoulder like Derrick Henry and laid this laid the boom on somebody, man. <laughs> I I even think if he did that, Alabama that would went that would have went crazy, <clears throat> man. The just just all over Twitter, all over everywhere. Uh, uh, but he just yeah. <laughs> You won't see him. He yeah. he did bulk up some though, so I, I wouldn't put it the, past the him safety, now. The, the safeties at the safeties at LSU aren't quite built like the safeties who play for <laughs> uh, for some of the high schools out here. <laughs> I did find it kind of interesting, but um, now that you know, you said that like high school football there is just like is like the main thing. Like you said, it was just like how it is in you know Texas or I guess even California and other places like that. That that was actually pretty interesting to me, just because I'm at, I I live I live in Delaware, so that's you know, literally all the way across the country, and um, just I I hear nothing about anything Hawaii, not even you know, the university or high school or anything. So it was nice to hear you know, well, that that you know, down in Hawaii, that's like the savior there. It's like just like that. That's the next big next next biggest thing there. When, when you meet people for the first time out here, if you're at a graduation party or you're at, uh, you know, a birthday thing or a wedding, when you meet somebody for the first time, invariably, people don't ask where you're from. They don't ask what part of town you're from. It, the question that gets asked is, where'd you go to school? And when they say, where'd you go to school? They're not talking about where'd you go to college, right? They're not talking about that. They're talking about where'd you go to high school? Because not only in many cases does that tell you geographically where somebody's from, but the high schools out here in Hawaii have such, each of them have such a unique identity that a lot of times the answer to that question tells you more about that person than you could have picked up in 10 minutes of questioning, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, the, the people who say they went to uh, the school out here that Tua went to, St. Louis, and if you said you went to, you know, their rival school or a school across town, each school has characteristics. It's, you know, there's a type 
Um, and, you know, that lends itself to high school sports and honestly, particularly high school football. Um, you know, people out here, like I said, care more about where you went to high school than they do where you went to college. And that uh, passion shows itself um, when you start talking about sports, you know, guys, it's, it's a legit thing out here. They take it, they take it seriously. That being said, based <clears> off, you know, um, just learning about how competitive they take everything. What is your, what is your most favorite thing about, you know, living in Hawaii and, you're, and the thing that you, that you don't like the most, I guess I could say, instead of saying hate, because there's probably, there's not probably too many, too many things on that list. <laughs> um, I'll give you two for, I'll start with the things that I don't like. Um, it's expensive to live out here. <laughs> Every, you know, some more than 90% of the food that gets consumed in Hawaii has to be either flown here or barged here. Mm -hmm. um, and so I pay five or $6 for a gallon of milk. Um, wow. You know, it's the, the cost of living here is is a lot higher um, than it is just about anywhere else. The reason cost of living is higher in places like San Francisco and LA and New York City is because real estate is expensive, but the cost of food and the cost of goods, that doesn't change too much. Whereas out here, um, every energy is more expensive because fuel has to be barged here and stuff like that, right? And so that's uh, not always so great. <laughs> and um, so I spent uh, years covering the UH football team and I try, we, you know, we have to travel. That's to a lot of travel. Yeah, that's, that's a ton of travel. And it's a lot, you know, to go any, to go anywhere outside of Hawaii is five hours that's minimum. That's the, that's the flight to San Diego, which is the close, you know, when UH would play San Diego state, that's the closest away game. And that's a five hour flight. So, you know, you start talking about if we're playing and thankfully that the mountain West, right. UH doesn't play too many schools uh, too far away, but you know, even a trip to Albuquerque or a trip to Boise, that's nine hours of travel combined with a layover and then another 90 minute flight and stuff like that. And so that can be a pain in the butt. Um, the things I love about living in Hawaii are so numerous that I take up, <laughs> we could do a whole podcast on it. Um, uh, I, I have always loved the people out here and the, um, sense of uh, family, you know, that the kitsch uh, buzzword is the aloha spirit, right? That's the thing they put on all the posters and all the tourism signs. But that's a real thing that people care more for each other, for strangers uh, here than I've ever seen with my own two eyes someplace else. Um, and so obviously I love that. Um, I hate the cold. 
like even when we would go to Reno or somebody for a football game and it drops into the fifties, like <laughs> that's miserable weather for me. And so, and so I love that. Um, and, uh, I'm on the wrong side of the building to show you this, but like from, from where I'm sitting to the ocean right now is probably 500 yards away. Wow. I mean, just that's where, you know, that's, that's where, that's just where we live. Um, it's, it's awesome out here. If you ever get a chance to take a vacation, hit me up and let me know. Cause it's, it's a really fun place. Yeah. That's that, that seems like Hawaii is a, the, the place <clears throat> to be for everyone. <laughs> well, Ian, I want to, yeah. I want to thank you. Thank yeah. you for coming and, on. Oh, you can go, you can go before I finish up. Sure. No, I, no, no. I was just going to say that the, the pros outweigh all the, you know, the yeah. cost. Of, it's like, we're definitely paying a premium to be here, but you know, I could leave at any time and I choose not to because <laughs> it's Hawaii, man. That is, that is true. Ian, I want to thank you for, <clears throat> you know, for coming on. And um, if there's anything you want to add, you know, uh, you know, shout, shout out your Twitter and, uh, and basically anything you, you know, you work for in Hawaii, Hawaii news now, and just, uh, it's not, now, now is the time. Oh yeah. Sure. No, at Ian Schering on Twitter. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I, f I feel like last year during the draft, um, we were so, you know, I worked for a news station and so we were so, uh blinders on the pandemic and everything that was happening with coronavirus that <clears throat> there was never a point last year even into the start of football season where i allowed myself to be excited for football um you know there was a time at least at the college level where it looked like college football wasn't even going to happen and so i feel like i've gone this it, you know it'll have been two years since i felt that like eh, is it too early to start looking at fantasy football <laughs> like that sense of um of excitement right of like okay i'm ready for the nfl um i felt that again for the first time during the draft this year i'm, uh, I'm glad to hear I'm that i'm really excited for the start of the season i'm really excited uh to watch tua and to watch jalen waddle who uh Jeez, that guy just is terrifying for <laughs> for opposing fans. It's like that that has the chance to be so special, and uh, I'm really looking forward to watching football again this year. So can't wait to see what the Dolphins do. Can't wait to see what Tua does, and get after it, man. I'm excited. Ian, if you just want to, you know, shout shout out your Twitter, and then uh, then we can start closing it for you, buddy. Sure. Yeah. At Ian Schuring is how to get me on Twitter. My last name is S-C-H-E-U-R-I-N-G. Uh, a lot of Celtic stuff on there now until they get swept by the Brooklyn Nets. And and then we're going to transition into full uh, full football mode. <laughs> Ian, I want to thank you for, for, uh, for, you know, for coming on. We will definitely have you back, you know, once it starts getting closer to the season. Um, 
We probably won't talk much about the Celtics getting swept because I'm not sure if that's fully going to happen. <laughs> they they might they might they might pull it they might pull a you know maybe a game or two. But uh, I would love to have you back on. We can talk some fancy football. Then Jalen. Jay- <laughs> there you go. If I was going to say if Jalen Brown was around, we would be having a different conversation. But man, I'm worried. <laughs> it's all fun and games until it's the Suns and the Nets in the in the finals. That's what's <laughs> <laughs> well, everyone. That's another episode of Chit Chat with Finn Maniacs. Thank you, thank you to Ian for coming on. Make sure to go give him a follow, and I will catch you guys next week. Bye.